Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, guys. Welcome again to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. It's again a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow. Uh, we try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can as we continue to serve our Lord. Again, you can find the podcast on YouTube. You can watch the video portion there and subscribe there. Uh, you can also find the podcast anywhere that you can get your podcast, and we're thankful that you guys have uh, found the podcast today. Also, go like the new uh, Facebook page. Just look at when the scriptures become real. That's where we can chat and talk about subjects, and we can study there. I know some of you have already, uh, you know, chatted with me, and I got to know you a little bit better. So we're thankful for that avenue. So again, go to Facebook, and and that's where uh, you can get in contact with me uh, if you need to as well. All right, so we've got a uh, we've got a special guest on today. You see, it's not just me, so I'm thankful that uh, that he was able to be on. I haven't seen him in a while, but I'm glad I'm able to see him today. Uh, so we got Brother Howard on. So Howard, I'm gonna uh, let you introduce yourself to everybody. Okay. Uh, hello, everyone. I'm Howard Odom, uh, the minister at the High Country Church of Christ in Shiloh, Arizona. Uh, been here just a little bit over two years, um, and glad to be here on the podcast today with you, brother. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm happy to have him on. So uh, today's podcast, what we're going to talk about is brother lean on me, brother lean on me. So Howard's on here for a reason. <laughs> he's he's on here for a reason. This is why. So as we think about this, Howard, you know, as Christians, as we walk through uh, this life, we always need somebody to lean on. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know you've heard it. I've heard it. Mm-hmm. You know, we've heard people. Maybe we've said it ourselves. Oh, I'm strong enough. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. I can do it on my own or I'll figure it out or I'll handle it. Whatever under that umbrella, whatever that is, we've all mm-hmm. said that. Right. And so as we do this, you'll you'll quickly find out you're not strong enough. Oh, man. Yes. You will quickly find <laughs> out that you're not strong enough. Yes. And so I don't, I don't know if you remember this, but this is why I wanted you on this specific one. So mm-hmm. at right out of school, I was having some uh, some trouble finding work. I had to work a couple secular jobs, you know, things just weren't, Mm -hmm. things weren't panning out the way that I thought it would out of school. And I needed that at the time, but I just, I didn't want to go through it like everybody else would or like anybody else would. So I remember sending you a message and I asked Mm -hmm. you, I said, so did this happen to you? And you said, yes, but not in the same way it's happening to you, but it did. Mm -hmm. And so I remember asking, what did, what did you do? And you gave me the answer that I needed, but I didn't want to hear because I was hoping for like, well, you just go find greener pastures or or go here or (laughs) I wanted to hear something like that. Right, right. But what you told me, and I still remember it to this day. You said, no one's hiring you. You got to work a secular job. Things aren't going your way. You need to keep perfecting your craft. I'll never Mm -hmm. forget you said that. And so using that because – then that wasn't the answer I wanted to hear. I wanted you to say, well, find another job or, right. you know, go, go, you know, apply at another congregation. Mm-hmm. She was like, keep perfecting your craft. So mm-hmm. at that time, as brethren, we needed somebody to lean on. And mm-hmm. so a- as you think about this, this topic, as we introduce this, Howard, what do you think about as we, as we kind of introduce and we'll let the scriptures talk 
as we talk about brother lean on me as we walk through this Christian life? Um, I, I think you're asking what I think about this, the subject here, right? Subject right. matter, uh, very important. I, I think uh, very pertinent, very um, um, it's very what's the word I'm looking for? Is it's it's very pertinent to a lot of people's life now, right? Uh, relevant. There you go. That's what I'm looking for. Um, many people are going through that, you know. Um, I've needed people to lean on, and as you stated in the introduction, I've been guilty even on myself saying, <laughs> you know, hey, I figured out on my own. That's it. Yep, I and, got it. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, and, and so. Um, this is something that is not talked about as much, but something that needs to be discussed and that's talked it. about. That's mm-hmm. it. And that's what we want to do today. Um, as we're kind of introduced this. So, you know, maybe you're in a point in your life right now where, um, you know, you can put on that face that you've got everything figured out, but mm-hmm. as David mentioned in the Psalms, you know, what happens at night, right? You know, what oh, happens yes. When it's just you and those four, like you know what happens. Yes. So, so maybe no one else around you knows that you need help, but you know that you need help. Mm-hmm. And so, what we're going to do today is we're going to try to let the Bible explain who you can go to, what brethren you can go to, the Lord. And so, as as we talk about this, we can hope that this would encourage you as we talk about this topic. So, uh, number one, in order to understand this, brother, lean on me. There's three things that we need to know as me and Howard are going to talk about this today. So the first one, you have to know who to lean on. So you you always got to know who to lean on, right? So we all get weak, as we mentioned before in the introduction. But here's the thing, leaning on the wrong person no, can cause more damage than good. Have mercy. So I, <laughs> I used that example at the beginning for a reason, because I knew, I knew Howard, I knew uh, you know, uh, that he was able to help. I knew what type of Christian guy he was, so I knew I could lean on him. I knew that. Mm-hmm. But just because, and again, you know, just because somebody claims to be Christian, just because someone claims to to love you and all this stuff doesn't mean you can always lean on them. Man, yeah. And and so, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I see you guys. Uh, well, the, wheels yeah, tur- yeah. <laughs> the wheels are turning. Yeah. Well, it, what, what comes to mind is there's Galatians chapter 6, you know, mm-hmm. verses 1. Um, where Paul speaking tells uh, the brethren, you which are spiritual, hmm. uh, we're talking about restoring one. He said, you which are spiritual, restore one, uh, spirit of meekness, and consider yourself, lest you be tempted also. You know, even when, when it comes to restoring a brother, you know, not everybody can do that, but uh, this is just, this is that the spiritual are to do that. And not everyone who, not all Israel is of Israel, you know? Uh, yeah, and it. so, and so when you think about leaning on a, a individual, confiding, trusting in, depending upon, uh, even in the church, not everyone, it, it, you can't do that with everyone. And doing that to the wrong people may be more detrimental to your spiritual health than beneficial. That's it. And what that can do is going back to that Galatians 6 and some examples we're going to look at, what that can do is that can break you mm-hmm. and not only break you as an individual, but because it's. It's of Israel that can mm-hmm. break your faith. Well, if, yes, the, if the Lord's people can do this to me, mm-hmm. what what is everybody else capable of? Yes. And How so, often do we see that? All the time. It, mm-hmm. it happens all the time. And we have to realize, and this is something that um, I want to mention too as we move forward, Howard, mm-hmm. is this is the, the church is the most beautiful institution. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because the Lord died for it. The Lord sent his son for it. He, yes, he sacrificed himself. Philippians chapter two, he became a servant. He humbled himself. The church is perfect. Yes, sir. Okay? The church Absolutely. is perfect. But us included, the mm-hmm. people inside are not. That's right. So That's right. we have to understand that just because we're in a perfect institution doesn't mean this is a perfect world. And, so and we have I, to understand I, we're all people. We have to understand that. And I think many, uh, myself included, even being, you know, when, 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 when I was in preaching school, and I'm sure you heard this as well, um, the brethren would say, you know, you're going at 15, 20 miles per hour. Yeah. When you get out, the brethren are going to be going five miles per hour. You know, and so, you know, you, you get, the point was you got to be, you got to first slow down and you, yeah. you got to have patience because these are imperfect people. That's right. Just, just like yourself. And, just you know, like I, I remember, uh, I can't remember which instructor um, he was, they would say, um, uh, there is no such thing as a perfect church, mm-hmm. a perfect body of people and within the church is what they were saying. And they said, if you do find it, you know, don't go because you're going to mess it up because you, know? <laughs> you are imperfect. And the point is, we are all imperfect, you know. And, and so uh, I think people fail to uh, remember that. And so you think that it's supposed to be this way and you get frustrated and you give up That's because, it. you know, this is the Lord's church and it's supposed to be this way, but it's not. That's right. And the, and the more you can understand that reality then you understand when that happens, then, okay, this is, this is what it is. This is how I need to act. Mm-hmm. All right. It's just like David with Saul, David acted wisely. Yeah. All right. So there, there's ways to do that. All right, right. So here's, here's some examples I want to look at about the danger of that. So the first one, let's look at uh first King chapter 13. And again, if you're new to the podcast, uh, you can open up uh, your Bibles with us uh, as we study and as we develop and as we, uh, as we go through uh, this text together. So 1 Corinthians chapter 13, uh, and I want to begin uh, in verse uh, number 15. So remember, you got the example of those two prophets. And so remember, God told the, the man of God that you're not going to go in, you're not going to eat bread, you're not going to drink, you're not going to do anything, you're going to keep going. So notice what happens here, uh, beginning uh, in verse number uh, 14, actually, of the text. And went in after the man of God, and he found the man of God under an oak. And he oh, said wait. unto him. I'm sorry. What you say? How are you? I, I, no, no, no. I was in First Corinthians 13. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought, it's your first, 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 that's first Kings. Yes, First Kings. Okay. Yeah, First yeah. Kings uh, 13, uh, beginning in verse 14. And he went in after the man of God and found him sitting under an oak. And he said unto him, Art thou the man of God that came from Judah? And he said, I am. So then watch verse 15. What are we talking about? We're talking about brother lean on me, right? Mm-hmm. So now verse 15, and he said unto him, come home with me and eat bread. What's the two things God said don't do? Don't eat that bread and don't come in. Don't, don't do it. So we're talking about when we're weak. We're talking about when we need help, when we need encouragement. Sometimes people are going to come along that are going to say the right things. And didn't this prophet tell the man of God the quote-unquote right thing so far? So let's keep reading. Verse 16, and he said, I may not return unto thee, nor go in with thee, neither will I eat bread, 
nor will I drink water in this place. So now the old prophet said the right thing. No, I can't. The Lord told me not to. For by it, the word of the Lord said that thou shalt eat no bread, nor drink no water, nor turn again to go by the way which you came. Well, watch verse 18. He said unto him, I am a prophet just like you are. <laughs> and an angel spake to me by the word of the Lord, saying, bring him back with thee into the house that he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied unto him. This is the danger of knowing who to lean on. Because then this prophet, he heard from the Lord, don't do this. But then someone else came along and said, you know what? You can do this. We th This is why you got to be careful with your associations. You got to be careful with who to lean on. Because mm -hmm. sometimes people can only get you when you're vulnerable. They know they can't get you when you're strong. So when you're weak, that's the point where... Now let's attack it, mm -hmm. right? So as you think about that, what what do you have in, in your notes as we kind of go through knowing who to lean on, Howard? Um, well, first of all, uh, as we stated earlier, that uh, the simple fact that you cannot, it's questionable as to who lean on. That's it. Um, and uh, you cannot lean on everyone. Um, and you find it more difficult, you know, in trying to figure out who to lean on uh, as you live life. And uh, the more you live life, you uh, get in situations like this and you get burnt, you know. And so <laughs> it becomes ever more difficult to, to learn to trust in people uh, the more uh, situations like this happen. That's it. Oh, they and. Okay, that, that that brings another point. We'll, we'll go back to that in a second. <laughs> but now I even think about this, how I think about uh, Judges 16, right? Remember with uh, Samson and Delilah? Yeah. Right, so obviously he was able to to defend, mm -hmm. but then at one moment, then he found, okay, well, let me just tell her everything. Yeah. So sometimes you got it. You we have to be careful. We have to know who to lean on. So as mm -hmm. we look at this, here's an example of how we can know who to lean on. So if you look at Exodus, uh, Exodus 17, so obviously we looked at from 1 Kings 13 uh, and Judges 16, but here's a, here's a positive example of knowing who to lean on. So Exodus 17, beginning in verse uh, number 12, uh, the text says, but Moses' hands were heavy. So stop right there. So mm -hmm. knowing that his hands were heavy, I know you've been through it, Howard, too, <laughs> but talk about it. And again, we'll, we'll go into this a little bit more. But as, as we walk this Christian life, things, sin, the world, temptation, loneliness, you could put anything in that box. Things get heavy. Yes, sir. Things get heavy it, it, quick. Yeah. It's like you, you're on a journey and you're carrying a book bag and you keep adding these rocks <laughs> on your journey. And the, the, the more rocks you add, the heavier that bag becomes and it gets heavy in life at times. And uh, man, you need someone to help and support uh, Galatians chapter six. Once again, uh, you know, there's times when we have to carry one another's burdens and help one another. But there's also times where we got to carry our own. That's it. Uh, but yeah, you're going to need one another, you know, as we see throughout the New Testament, those one another's. Um, you're going to need it. You're just going to need it. That's it. And and. 
what Howard did for me, he did Galatians chapter six. You know, obviously, you know, I, it was heavy. Things were tough. We say, keep perfecting your craft. He could have told me to, to, to take the light way or to do what I wanted to do or to do what was easy. But he said, no, you stay in it. Stay mm-hmm. in it and perfect your, but I'm not getting paid for this. Stay in mm-hmm. it and perfect your craft. So sometimes the, the people to lean on, sometimes you need to lean on those people that you know, and we know this, to be honest. Mm-hmm. We know who's going to tell us the advice that we need to hear. But sometimes we'll, we'll kind of stay away from those people and go to the people that tell us, you know, that will gas us up. Well, no, you're doing exactly what's right. You don't, you don't need to change. You don't need to. You mm-hmm. got to be careful with that, too, because that goes back to the prophet example in First Kings. You know, um, I, I, I'm just I'm just uh, recalling that time uh, when you and I talked and not too long before that. You know, I was in a situation and I, and I told you that like unto yourself uh, where I uh, got so discouraged that and I was in I was in local work. I was working alongside my father uh, right after school. But some things happened and I got so discouraged that I wanted to quit. I oh, just yeah. and, and and my father and my uncle would not let me, you know, <laughs> and so, you know, sometimes you, you, you are running from the people who's telling you the very things you need to hear because uh, you don't want to hear it. It's, it's at the time I thought it was just no other way, yep. you know, and, um, and and eventually, you know, they got me back on track and um, I, I am where I am today, still preaching, you know, That's it. And so. Uh, but I needed that somebody as well. And so I was able to experience uh, to, to tell you just to keep at it. You know, um, it's not always easy. Uh, it's not always uh, roses, but, you know, you put the work in, it, it'll work itself out. That's it. And, and once they're in, in uh, Exodus 17, that's all we stopped right there. Moses's hands were heavy. So a couple things just in that phrase. Number one, that proves that just because you're a leader doesn't mean you're always going to be all stoic. You're going to fall too. Mm-hmm. So not only do leaders need help, but everybody else needs help too. So Moses in this in this state, he, his hands were heavy. And mm-hmm. so notice what everybody else did for him. So everybody always goes to holding his hands up first, which that's right. what they did. But mm-hmm. the first thing, they took Stones. a stone and let him sit down for a second. Sometimes, just like with um, with Elijah, right? Remember when Elijah was tired? What's the first thing God told him to do? Sit down, eat. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes in order to get your mental right, in order to get things right, sometimes you need to, again, be still for a second. Yeah, things are hard. Things in your life, things at work, things at home, things at school, wherever you are, if you're listening. I understand. Howard understands. Mm-hmm. You understand. Life gets heavy, and it gets mm-hmm. heavy within. <laughs> it can get heavy so fast. <laughs> I mean, literally, Monday can be great, and then literally everything can change Tuesday. Yes, sir. And you Monday say, night. Oh, Monday night. Right. <laughs> Man, it was just a great day. You just don't know. You just don't right. know what life is going to bring. Right. So now you. That's why we need each other to see. Man, I see something happen with Howard. Man, mm-hmm. I see. This is why we have to have our eyes open. And it, it makes me cringe sometimes when I hear people say, I don't know my role in the church. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. We have to have our eyes open and look and see and what's going on with our brethren. And so Moses and Aaron and Aaron and her were able to do this. 
you know, and, and that's a good point. And this is something I, I constantly put before the brethren, uh, developing what we've, we've gotten so point, we've gotten to the point where we're impersonable one with another and don't really know one another. Uh, don't really have that family tie like we should uh, and aren't quite involved in one another's lives like we should be. So we can put the stone up underneath right. when, when it's needed. You know, I, I, I don't know that that's your, your arms or your hands are heavy. Right. And, and so I can't, I, I can't. Yeah. And so I can't edify. I can't build up. I can't encourage the way that I'm supposed to, the way God designed it, because we're impersonable. And, and, and so, you know, they knew. And, and they just simply did. Mm. Uh, and, and, you know, that's something we can learn from. And, and that's, and they, I love what they knew it and they saw it. Mm-hmm. And so that's what compassion always does. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a difference between apathy and compassion. Right. So that's mm-hmm. what Jesus had. Jesus had compassion. But apathy is, well, I hope it gets better. Right. Yeah. Compassion is, what do I need to do? Or right. even before you ask the question, here's something. Right. Here's yes. This. Right. Here's this it's the mm-hmm. action. So from the text, we can see that Aaron and her had compassion on Moses. And so he sat on it and then he stayed his hands, one on the one side and then one on the other. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're supposed to do as, as brethren. We have to know who to lean on. And so mm-hmm. going from these examples, obviously we got, you know, from first Kings, from Judges and Exodus, we can see from who not to lean on, but we can also mm-hmm. see who we can lean on as well. And it's important that we know uh, who to go to because that can like you said that can either break you or that can make you and break your faith too so mm-hmm. we, you want to make sure you protect your faith as as we talk about this all right so as we, as we're going forward brother lean on me so number one we got to understand who to lean on and so before we get into our second point if you want to support the podcast you can go on anchor.fm slash when the scriptures become real and you can support the podcast there we already have three monthly supporters so thankful for you all and the podcast will always be free. But if you want to help support the podcast, you can go there and you can support us as we continue to grow and develop with you guys. So I'm here with Howard and we're talking about brother lean on me. So we, we just looked at we have to know who to lean on. And as we're developing this idea, now we need to understand we need to know how to lean. Mm. So we, we know who to go to now. Right. So we have those examples, but now we need to know how to lean. And so as we talk about this, you know, we sing a song leaning on the everlasting arms, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I first thought of, you know, thinking about <laughs> this topic, bro, is mm-hmm. now we need to know how to lean. And so think about this. If, if someone came to you all the time and they only came to you when they needed you, that would make you feel used rather than appreciated. But, mm-hmm. and, and I know both of us have fallen into this too. Sometimes that's how we treat the Lord. Right. Well, we'll only lean on him when we need them. But mm-hmm. any other time, I'll just wait until I need you again. So right. we, we have to be careful with with knowing how to lean. And so as, as we talk about knowing how to lean on the Lord, what are some ways how we're in which we can lean on him? As we talk about leaning on the everlasting arms, as a Christian who's, whose hands are heavy, as a Christian who's going through certain things in their life, how can we through the scripture, how can we encourage that Christian? How am I supposed to lean on the Lord right now? What am I supposed to do? Uh, one of the first things that always come to mind, at least to my mind, uh, is pray, you know, that, that, that's, um, that's showing total dependence upon him. Uh, and, and I guess, you know, you have to establish because some people may have 
different meanings. That's what it means to lean on him. That's it. You yeah. know, uh, you know, uh, to be totally dependent upon him, to be trusting uh, in him, uh, fully trusting in him, as we see in Proverbs chapter three, um, verses five and six. Uh, trusting him with all your uh, with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and will direct the paths. Um, and so, um, you know, what does it mean? You know, do I just lean on him when it's in times of need? You know, <laughs> as we stated, you know, uh, what does that mean? Uh, and so, yeah, you know, you have to establish that, but ways in which you can lean on him, I, I think, first of all, to pray, um, study the Bible, study the word of God. Uh, Romans chapter 12, verses one and two. Uh, you know, uh, renew your mind. Mm. Um, these are just some of the things that come to mind off the top uh, of ways we can uh, lean on him and trust in him. You know, uh, you look throughout Psalms, the psalmist definitely leaned upon uh, the Lord uh, in prayer. You know, he definitely leaned upon uh, the Lord through through the word, you know, that word have I hid in my heart. That's it. You know, that word is a lamp unto my feet, you know. <laughs> and so, and so uh, these are things that mm. you see throughout the Bible, throughout the psalmist, um, uh, that we can definitely use for ourselves and lean upon the Lord. And I even uh, think obedience. About that, ooh, ooh, yep, you know? that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. And I even think about worship, yeah. you know, from mm-hmm. Hebrew, Hebrews 10, 25. You know, and here's, this is something that, and I know you've seen this too, we have to be careful with this because sometimes we have Christians that that are dealing with heavy things, right? Personally at work, certain things in their lives. And so many times we think we can stay away from the assembly, but then throughout the week, well, I'm studying, I'm praying throughout the week, so I'm good. But then, you know, I'm right. not at the assembly. Then right. you're you're working against yourself. <laughs> yes. you know, that That goes into the mindset, I'm strong enough. I'm doing it by myself. So this is why we need other brethren praying for mm-hmm. us, provoking us, right, mm-hmm. to love and to good works. That's why. So how can I provoke you if you're not at worship? Absolutely. You know, that, that's one thing I've never understood uh, with brethren. You know, you talk to them. and Well, yeah, I know I haven't been there in a while, but I, I, I still do open up my Bible. I'm reading. Yeah. You know, I still open up my Bible before I go to sleep. And, 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 you know, it's like, you know, that's just, that's, that's great, but that's not enough that's in not and enough. of itself. You know, uh, that there's a reason why uh, we'll, we'll be assembling ourselves together to, to get the encouragement and the building up from one another. You know, I heard a, I heard a preacher once say that the Bible makes sense forwards, but it also makes sense backwards. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, what, what does that mean? So, so look at this real quick, go to Hebrews, Hebrews 10, 25. And notice how the text makes sense backwards. So, so let's let's use that example. Well, yeah, I know I haven't been in worship. I know, <laughs> I, I know I haven't been there, but I'm still reading, right? I'm still praying, right? I'm still doing this. So, mm-hmm. if we read it backwards, so we understand verse 25, right? Not forsaking mm-hmm. the assembling of ourselves together, right. as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, so the much more as you see the day, the day approaching. Mm-hmm. So. How do we exhort one another and what happens as we exhort? So now I'll bump up to 24. So if you're in worship, you're missing 
the considering one another to provoke to love and good works. You're missing mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. Then if you jump up to 23, let us hold fast a profession of our faith. Then you're missing people that are going through not, maybe not the same thing you're going through, but they're going through other things as well. Right. So notice the exhortation that we miss. Sometimes I think we think worship is just the five acts. So let's just, <laughs> yeah. go, let's just show up. Let's check off all five and I'm good mm-hmm. for the week. Right. And, I, you know, I made it Sunday morning. I may not make it. <laughs> so let's do the five and I'm good. I did. The, sometimes we make worship just acts. So right. that's no better than Matthew five and four with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. It's all act, but no heart. Mm-hmm. So then if we're in worship, we're not, you're not there. You're not provoking me to love and good right. words. Mm-hmm. You're not helping me hold fast to my profession. Mm-hmm. So when you think about that, that's really a selfish mindset. Yes, sir. It is. It's a selfish mindset, but we don't think about it that way. No wonder the Lord said, let's not forsake the assembly because I know it's heavy. Cause guess who had to walk like us? <laughs> Jesus right. did. Mm-hmm. So he knows it's heavy. So don't you think Jesus would have always been in worship? Yes, even, sir. even being the Lord, he would have always been in worship. So mm-hmm. again, we have to be careful because we have to know, man, I really need the Lord. And, mm-hmm. and until, and sometimes we might have to get to Luke 15 in our lives. Sometimes the Lord might have to knock us down yeah. <laughs> before we realize, okay, time out. And that, that's what happened to me when I called you, I was knocked down. You know, I had mm-hmm. to deal with some pride. I had to deal with some ego. I had to mm-hmm. deal with some sin. I had to deal with, mm-hmm. I had to deal with that. So now, okay. Let me, let me, let me start over because right. this is not it. <laughs> this is not mm-hmm. it. And so let me get back to this. Let me get back to edifying. Let me get back to growing and studying. And once you realize when you get back to doing that stuff, why was I not doing this before? Right. And so you'll, well, you'll realize what you need. And, and sometimes, you know, we, we, we lose focus. That's it. We just simply lose focus. Uh, I think of Elijah. Uh, in first Kings chapter 17, when, uh, God is going to deal with Ahab, he uses Elijah and, uh, he starts off building Elijah's faith in him, uh, causes the famine to come across the land. And he takes care of Elijah by ravens who don't even take care of their own. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he, he, he provides for him. I think it was a space of three years or so. And uh, then after that, he uh, sends Elijah to a widow who doesn't even have enough to take care of herself and her son. They, she's uh, in the context. She said, all we have is enough for one meal and we're going <laughs> to die. You know, God takes care of Elijah through her and God is building Elijah's faith. That's but crazy. after and Elijah stood boldly before Ahab and did all those uh, great works. But the moment Queen Jezebel said, you know, I'm going to kill you, you know, uh, he went running and the focus <laughs> went off of God and was placed on self. Uh, and, you know, we in our lives, you know, there, there's events or maybe it's just time. Maybe, you know, we get into the routine of the day by day or whatever it is. And and the focus get taken off of God. Mm. And, 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 you know, we have to find a way to get that focus back where it should be on God uh, and, and, and trust in him and depend totally upon him. Uh, you know, we, we can become dependent upon self. That's it. That's it. And here's one example I want to look at too, man. And I missed it all these years, but look at, look at uh, everyone, John chapter 21. 
John 21, and, and this is, this, there's actually two examples here, but the first one I want to look at is, is John. Now, we know that John was described as the disciple that Jesus loved. <clears throat> and so remember, our main topic is, brother, lean on me. So obviously, we know who to lean on. Now we're learning how to lean, right, through prayer, through obedience, through worship, through using our faith when times are hard, like you just said, with Elijah. But now let's look at what John always did. The Bible always describes John as John doing something that the other disciples didn't. So John chapter 21, and uh, look at verse 19. Then spake he, uh, signifying by what death he should glorify God. And when he had spoken, he saith unto him, follow me. Then Peter turned around, seeing uh, the disciple whom Jesus loved following, which also leaned on his breast. There's multiple times where the text says that John was just leaning on him. Think about that for us. No one else was doing it. <laughs> John was always leaning on Christ. So no matter what happened, John was always just there close to him. That's a part of leaning on the Lord. Not only just needing something when you need it, but finding ways to get closer to him. So that's what yeah. worship does. That's what your faith mm -hmm. does. That's what mm -hmm. praying does. That's what doing what he says, right? John 14, 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. So if you want to know how to lean on the Lord, it's not just a quick fix thing. It's a, it's a conglomerate of everything together. And that's what John always depicted. He was always that close to Jesus uh, more than the other disciples. You, you, you know, uh, Jesus himself being God, um, was saying, John, I, in and of myself, I could do nothing. <laughs> you, you know, and, and, and he was constantly always, his life was a life of dependence upon God, not my will, but thy will be done. Yeah. And, and you would see often that Jesus would retreat and he would find a place to pray. Yeah. And he would find himself always close to God, uh, God the Father, being God the Son. And, you know, showed total reliance upon God, being God himself. Uh, showed total reliance and dependence upon God, uh, the Father, throughout his life and ministry. And so, yes, absolutely. You know, like John leaning upon the breast of Jesus, Jesus often leaned upon the breast of, the, of his Father. Man, it, man, just notice the, notice the progression of that. So if Jesus is leaning on the Father, then John can lean on him so here's mm -hmm. here's something that i just caught from that so now if you want somebody to be able to lean on you mm -hmm. you have to be humble to lean on him mm -hmm. someone cannot come to you if you're not leaning on god because that's then right i don't know what to give you because that's I, right because if i'm if i'm self-reliant if i'm always doing my own thing i'll figure it out i do it da, da, da. Mm -hmm. then when you come to me for advice what am i gonna tell you I'm going to tell you what yes, I'm sir. doing. <laughs> right. I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm doing. And then I'm going yes, to I'm gonna gas you up for failure. Right. Absolutely. But, but if I'm leaning on the Lord, if you're leaning on the Lord, and I come to Howard who's leaning on God, mm -hmm. Howard, man, I need some help, man. Mm -hmm. You need to humble yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's what 2 Corinthians talks about, comforting yes, those who we've been comforted with the love of God, how he comforted us. Yes, the sir. pattern, the pattern is it's sprinkled all throughout scripture, right? It's so yes, easy sir. to miss. It's sprinkled 
Ooh, mm-hmm. that's a sermon, man. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to get a sermon today. <laughs> that's a sermon right there. Yes, man, sir. That's good. And here's the last example I have from that um, is First John chapter 1. So mm-hmm. we're talking about, you know, John knowing how to lean on the Lord and how we can lean on him. Now, John is doing exactly what you just said, Howard. So now John said, I leaned on him while he was here. Now we want you to do the same thing that we did. Mm-hmm. So that's why John is so descriptive in first John, that which was from the beginning, right? We saw, we right. heard him, right? Mm-hmm. We saw him with our eyes. Uh, you know, we, we looked upon him. Mm-hmm. We handled the word of life. Then jumping down mm-hmm. to verse number three, right? That which we have seen, heard, we declare him unto you so that you can have fellowship with us mm-hmm. because our fellowships with him. Yes, sir. It, it's, it's the same but guess what? You're not going to get this if you're not in worship, if you're, right. not, if you're not with your brethren, if you're not mm-hmm. uh, exercising your faith, if you're not living the right way, you can't. And so notice, what, notice what we're doing, bro. As, as Christians, I'm reading my Bible, though. I'm praying, though. I'm going to other stuff besides worship, though. You're tricking yourself. Mm-hmm. That's why John says later on in 1 John, Right. Saying that if we say we follow him, but we're but we're not doing his words, we make ourselves liars. Right. So we're tricking ourselves that we're doing the right thing. That's why we got to be careful with knowing who and how to lean uh, as we talk about the Lord. Man, this is this is some good examples here. As we're, yes, as we're sir. Man, it's a, it's a good tag. Do you have anything else before we before we move on? Um, nah, I can't think of, not, not not at the moment. All right. All right. So let's go to the third one. So we know who to lean on. Right. So now we know how to lean right through all these examples. But then mm-hmm. here's here's the third one as we kind of put a bow on all this, knowing when to lean. So as we talked about before, we understand at times things can get heavy, right? Things can get hard and we'll, we'll need help like Elijah did, like Moses did, like even our Lord did. But as we talked about before, and we kind of hinted at this, uh, many times we only lean on the Lord when we need him. But here's one thing about God that, even I forget at times too. Uh, sometimes, in order to lean on the Lord, don't just use Him as a as a genie per se. The Lord deserves our praise and recognition as well. So, mm-hmm. so before we come to Him, just always asking for stuff, I think we need to show the Lord some appreciation, right? So here's here's a couple of things. Look at First uh, Thessalonians yes. chapter five, and I know you have. So I'm gonna go to this one <laughs> verse and then pass it over to you. First uh, Thessalonians. Um, uh, chapter five, uh, in verse number, uh, 18, but okay. So we, we understand verse 17, right? Pray without ceasing mm-hmm. and we forget verse 18. So the text mm-hmm. says in everything. So when things are heavy, when things hurt, you know, when things are hard, when things are tough in everything, give thanks right mm-hmm. there, that little phrase right there in everything, as we're praying without ceasing, give thanks. For this is the will of God and Christ concerning you. That's why the Lord started in his prayer, hallowed be thy name. Right? right. Understanding. I I have to know who I'm talking to before I start asking for stuff. Mm-hmm. So it, it's giving the Lord his thanks for who he is, his appreciation for what he's done before we start saying, hey, Lord, look, I need this today. I need this. I need this to happen. We need to show the Lord some appreciation. What, what was the point you was going to bring up for this one? 
Man, I, my mind is gone like it's going everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out which one to it's tackle crazy. here, you know. Uh, here, here in, in the text here in First Thessalonians, it gives the recipe for a happy life here. You know, you, you look from the beginning of time, uh, there were Adam and Eve moving forward. God has always met the needs of man. Yeah. And met all the needs of man, not just some, but all the needs of man. You look over at Acts chapter 17, uh, verses 28, I believe it is. And uh, it says, for in him that we, we live and we move and we have our very being. You know, um, it's uh, you, for in him, that in him is by him. So God causes, you know, us to, to exist and God causes us to, to move. We get our strength from him Shit. and our, our constant being uh, comes from God. So God is allowing or uh, uh, making all these things happen. And as I stated earlier, I think sometimes we forget things like that. Yeah. And, and so we, we don't be appreciative of God as we should. And, and, because we get into a routine, we wake up, you know, we've been waking up every day for uh, since we've been born. Mm -hmm. And and, and you just think of it as, as a thing that's just supposed to happen. You forget Acts 17, 28, God's causing this to happen. Yep. You know, your, your, your ability to be mobile and move and to, to, to go to work and to do, to think and to do everything it is. It's because uh-huh. Acts 17, 28, he is making this happen. Sometimes we forget that uh, and, and, and the focus become on self rather than on God. Uh, because it's routine, it happens, and, and we don't appreciate, and therefore we don't give thanks. Mm. So then, if you jump up even to verse 27, then they that should seek the Lord, right, happily, they might feel after him uh, and find him, though that he be not far from, from us. So mm-hmm. again, that routine can mm-hmm. actually push us farther away from him. Mm-hmm. But again, if we live out verse 28, right, if we understand that we live, we move and have our very own being, that's one step closer to seeking the Lord. That's one mm-hmm. step closer to really understanding what's really going on. Right. Oh, man, man, that's that's good. I, I love that from Acts chapter 17, verse 28. So, mm-hmm. again, before knowing when to lean on the Lord, before we before we can do that, we have to appreciate who he is and respect him for what mm-hmm. he's done. Right. I think of. um. Uh, Psalm, I believe it's Psalm 104, right? Enter his gates, right? With Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> again, again, and today is, today is Valentine's day, right? Right. So just, just think about your significant other. Mm-hmm. You know, what if, what if the relationship with your significant other was only off of needs and only off of someone else's wants? It's not, it's not last. mutual. It's not fair. Right. You know better. It's not, you're married, right? So you, right. So you know, yes. Sir. But, but again, as you talk about that, but we treat God that way. And so I never got it when dad said this, but I get it now. Dad says the way that you treat God is the way you're going to treat everybody else. Yes. Sir. And so if you, if you treat the Lord just like that, then when, when you meet somebody, you'll treat them that way. Just because mm-hmm. our relationship with God will predicate every relationship moving forward. So this is even why it's important to understand uh, how to lean on the Lord, because that's going to be a ripple effect uh, towards everybody else. And Mm -hmm. so as we talk about knowing when to lean, 
uh, I have kind of three examples here. So the first one, obviously, you you know brought up uh, showing appreciation, but then number number two, we also need to to lean on him during repentant times. You know, mm-hmm. I think about you know Psalm fifty one, right with David, right talking about Lord creating me a clean heart, right renew in me a, a, a right spirit, and so <clears throat> sometimes when we when we find ourselves in sin, you know sometimes we can find ourselves like Judas, you know we understand we did something wrong. But then we go off and and mess up our lives. Judas eventually just killed himself, right? Or we could be like Peter, understanding and repent, right? Peter was in tears when our Lord looked at him. So I think another time, and you can talk about this as well, uh, obviously when things get heavy and sometimes we're not perfect, we will sin. But when we do, you know, we need to go back and we we need to lean uh, on our Lord. So what do you think as we talk about being repentant? Yeah, I, I think that's a very good point. I think sometimes in life, uh, when we do things and we know we know better and we do things, uh, we can get to the point where where it's hard for us to come before God and uh, to to ask for that forgiveness and repent, uh, although we know we need to. Uh, I don't know if it's a a, 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 a sense of shame or a guilt um, or, you know, whatever it may be, but, you know, you can get to a point where, uh, it is hard to to come before him and ask for that forgiveness uh, in lieu of what you've done. Uh, so, you know, it's definitely a time that we need to lean on him and take the Peter approach versus the Judas approach, uh, be drawn closer to him rather than um, away from him. Because, I mean, once again, that prayer shows total dependence upon him. Mm. Um, uh, leaning on him and, and for, for strength and for guidance in that time. And even going back to Psalm 51, it goes back to the process you were talking about, you know, with, uh, you know, leaning on the father, Christ leaning on him. Now, you know, John can lean on him. You know, <clears throat> David mentions verse 10, creating me a clean heart, right? Renew a right spirit. Cast me not away from your presence. Verse 11, verse 12, then restore unto me, right? The joy of my salvation, then verse 13, now that I've learned to do all that with you again, now mm-hmm. I'm eligible to teach transgressors your ways. It's the same thing. So that's what sin can do as well. Sin can, when you get out of it, you can use that to help teach somebody else. It's, it's, the, yes, same, it's the same thing. Just yes, as Howard sir. helped me, it, it, was, it was an advice situation. Mm-hmm. But if it was sin situation, Howard, man, look, I went through the same thing. All right, this mm-hmm. this is what you need to do. It's it's the same way because I repented, I leaned on the Lord. Now this is what you need to do. That's how mm-hmm. we can help one another, provoking one another to love and good works. And, and 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 that goes back to part of what I was saying earlier and uh us being impersonable. Uh part of that is, you know, uh we, we put on our best suit uh, one one towards another. And, and and it's almost as if you, part of the reason why we have trouble leaning on one another is because we put on this almost like super Christian or superhuman uh, persona one towards another. And so it's like, man, I can't go for him and get help because, you know, all we get is just talk down on, you right. know, <laughs> you know, how could you do that instead <laughs> of, you know, Hey man, I know exactly what you're going through. I've been there. I've, I've struggled. I've, I've, I've done similar things or what, whatever, you know, uh, we don't use our, our experiences to help one another. Uh, we, we rather put those in the closet and, and, and lock the door and, you know, and just 
do away with it instead of using those opportunities uh, to help people who are struggling because people are struggling. Yeah. And they feel like uh, they could turn more so to the, to the world and people who will be more understanding than those who can actually help. That's it. Uh, but yeah, um, we need one another and, and to, to, to be personal with one another uh, so that we can get the help that we need. This is the way God set it up. That's it. He set it up this way. He's, and he set <laughs> yeah. it up. He set it up this way for a reason. God is God is very uh, he's precise. Mm-hmm. And so he, he knows what he's he's the God of order. Mm-hmm. And so that that leads me to the last thing here. Leaning on the Lord during times of grief and comfort. Right. This goes this goes back to exactly what you were just talking about in Second Corinthians chapter one. Right. So we need to understand from verse number three. That we have a God who's full of mercy and he's a God of all comfort. Mm-hmm. So like this process just keeps showing up. It, it just keeps showing up <laughs> everywhere. The more I just look at it different. So now verse mm-hmm. four, who comforts us in all of our tribulation so that we can comfort anybody who's in trouble by the comfort where we were comforted by the comfort of God. Right. It's the same that one verse. It just, it, it embodies everything we were just talking about. Yes, but sir. again, here's one thing that's important to know. Like you talked about, being impersonal with our brethren, you know, you can have the the best intentions to help somebody, but we're not mind readers. Right. Right. We're not, we don't know. Right. right? We don't know. So, so if you need help, you know, you can't just, uh, you know, hope someone figures it out, <laughs> you know, like, right. man, I, I hope they see the signs, you know, I hope right. <laughs> you can't just hope they'll figure it out. Sometimes, right. you know, there needs to be, Hey, look, man, I'm struggling with this right now. Or, hey, you know, this is happening at work or or this is happening or kind of what whatever that is. So, again, the way that you talk to the Lord about your problems, right, is the way that and not to say you got to, you know, reveal everything. But at the at the same time, you know, hey, brother, can can you pray for me for for some stuff? I, you know, I just need some help. You know, sometimes yes, sometimes you just need to grow into that. And that's mm-hmm. what that's what yeah, Paul's writing there in, in Corinthians because he knows we're all afflicted. If anyone understood affliction other than Christ, it was Paul. There's right. literally, literally a whole chapter on what Paul went through: stone, mm-hmm. hurt, beaten, mm-hmm. shipwrecked. I mean, he goes on and on and on and on and on. So, don't you think? Again, like you said, Paul wasn't superhuman. Mm-hmm. Right. So he mentions in Philippians, brethren, I appreciate what you've done because you've comforted me. Right. That's why yeah. he said, verse thirteen, <laughs> I can do all things through Christ, mm-hmm. which strengthens me, because he knew Christ was with him. Mm-hmm. But he also knew his brethren was with him too. That's one part we forget in Philippians. So Paul needed encouragement just like anybody else did. Absolutely. Uh yeah, the beginning of Philippians and many of his like, I, I give thanks for you. That's it. You know. <laughs> That's right. and, the, and those who stood with me and helped me in my times or the times of need. Uh you think also, uh, you talk about leaning on the Lord in times of um uh the trials or whatever, what have you, you have first Peter five, verse seven, you know, casting and putting all your, your uh, cares or anxieties mm-hmm. or worries on him. Uh, why? Because he cares because for he you. Cares. That there's no greater person uh, that you will ever come across uh, that cares for you more than he does, mm-hmm. you know, cares so much for you. He knows the numbers of number of hairs upon your head, mm-hmm. you know, and so he's, he has an intimate relationship with uh, each of us and knows us even better than we know ourselves. 
And so uh, what better person to cast the cares upon than him, the one, one who truly loves you and cares for you and wants to see uh, your needs met and, and your worries dissolved. Uh, so as we, as we talked about this today, brother, lean on me, right? We talked about, look, you got to know who to lean on, right? There's, mm-hmm. there's, there's the right people. There's the wrong people. Know how to lean, right, through worship, through, through your faith through obedience, through these things we talked about in that point, within knowing when to lean, right, during times of comfort, repentant times, uh, thanking him and showing showing appreciation. Mm-hmm. So here's kind of my closing thing, and I'll hand it over to you for some closing thoughts too. But here's here's my closing thing as we talk about Brother Lean on me. <clears throat> and I know you've heard it. It's unfortunate I've heard it as well. I've heard brethren uh, in the church who, who really understand these things. You know, right, I, yeah. they really understand them. And I've heard, well, I've never really had anybody in my life that's really cared about me. You know, I've never had, because you don't know the homes people grow up in. You don't know their situations. You, right. know, you don't know, you know, how they view life, how they view people, you know, how mm-hmm. they, they might not be able to trust people. Understandable. So people sometimes think, man, I've never had anybody care, you know? So, you know, why would I start now? You know, I've done it on my own. But again, it, it goes back to what you, what you talked about you know, understanding the Lord cares for you. First Peter chapter five. So I understand before any other person could, the Lord cared before you, before you were even, before you were even you. Right. Right. The Lord cared about you. Mm-hmm. So understanding that, that will help you to trust other brethren and people more. Mm-hmm. So learning to trust on the Lord, first Peter five, all these verses, second Corinthians chapter one, that will help you develop the right type of mindset to let your brethren help you. I think that's another thing we don't talk about as well. Sometimes, sometimes people won't let you help them. Now you can't, you can't force that, but sometimes that's just what people are and where they are right now. Sometimes they just won't let you help them. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you gotta just, you gotta be like the father in Luke 15. He was always available, but he wasn't always, you know, kind of in his face. Right. But when the sun was down and when everybody else who he thought was with him left, he said, well, you know, at, least we I, at least I know where I can go. That's <laughs> yes, what we sir. need to be for our brethren. Yeah, maybe you not, maybe, you know, you might not want to do that or, or, or talk or do this, but at least you know. At least you know where to go when, when and if you need that help. So, again, if you're in that space right now, build your relationship with the Father. Lean on him, right, as John leaned on him. Then as you learn to do that, then that's how you can help your brethren. You can comfort your brethren because – Christianity wasn't meant to be an island. You know, we're, we're here to help one another. So kind of what's your closing thoughts as, as we, as we kind of close this brother, lean on me. Yeah, man. I, I kind of love your uh, closing thoughts as it, it relates to uh, the subject matter. Uh, we have to, we have to know who we can lean upon. No, you can't lean upon everyone. Uh, you know, you have to learn how, uh, and it's not always easy. Yeah. And you have to know when, and part of that knowing God always cares for you. He loves you and he wants the best for you. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, it should make it therefore easy trusting in him, uh, but also trusting uh, in the brethren, uh, those right brethren who, who are going to, who are there to, to help and to uh, who care for you, uh, want to see the best for you. Uh, and also, you know, as we talked about earlier, um, even with Moses, learn to be that for somebody else. That's it. You know, we, 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 
we wait till people come to us, but part of being a family, part of being closely tied one to another, as we stated earlier, is knowing when one another needs that help and not waiting till they come to us to ask, but uh, volunteer that help. Yeah. And ways that you can. Uh, I, I think that's missing a lot. We, we wait till people come to us instead of initiating um, that help uh, one towards another. So be that for somebody else. Mm. And, and if we're all doing that for one another, then everyone needs to get met. That's it. And don't we have the perfect example of, of our Lord with that? Right. He he came to serve. Yes, sir. Right. Not to be served. It's yes, uh, sir. That's another podcast for another day. But, <laughs> but that, man, I've man, I've enjoyed this. I hope this was able to, to help you listeners who may be going through things like this. Again, you can reach out to me uh, uh, through Facebook or if you have, you know, through the through social media, Instagram, Facebook, uh, you know, whatever avenue that you find the podcast, you can find me there and, and we can chat and we can talk. And, uh, you know, I can encourage you. You can encourage me. It's this kind of symbiotic relationship that we have with one another. So before we get out of here, Howard, uh, if you could, just in case those in your area uh, are listening or if our listeners maybe have questions for you, kind of where can they reach you? Kind of where's the church website? Do you have any uh, social media or where can, where can they reach you if they have questions? Uh, yeah, you can. Uh, I, I recently got off Facebook. I'm trying to uh, disconnect there for, uh, you know, for a little bit from that. But, <laughs> um uh, my cell phone, I mean, I give out my number. You yeah. can call me. It's at 757-232-2642. Um, yeah, got any questions, you can reach me uh, through the church email at high country, uh, church of Christ, uh, dot com. Go on the website and, and see, uh, find the, the email there. You can reach out. Um, I'd be glad to help you in any way I can. Perfect, and man, we we appreciate you being on, Howard. You know, obviously, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to do this again. Yes, sir. We're definitely gonna have to do this again. So, uh, I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, Lord willing, tomorrow we're gonna have um, Ty Rhymes on. Uh, we'll be talking about taking advantage of the opportunity. So, we're, we're gonna look forward to having Ty on tomorrow. And uh, so, Lord willing, we may have one Friday as well, but but we'll see. But uh, we have some great podcasts coming up this week into next week. So, thank you all so much for listening. And Lord willing, we will see you all. Uh, later on. Thanks, guys.